Let's Face Reality with Bravo. I'm back with my sister, Susie. She's been catching up on episodes, so she's finally there. How are you doing today, Suzanne? I'm doing great. It's been a nice, lazy Sunday, the way I expect it to be. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to uh, j- to watch some jazz tonight, is that right? Oh yeah, so I have a. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to jazz <laughs> with my neighbor. She is I don't know I think like 70, and she's lived in the same apartment since she was 24. Uh, <laughs> not That's so to, cute uh, though. Not to stress out because I moved in next to her when I turned 25. So, um, you know, uh, kind of a look to my future, right? Not that it's bad, but we do sometimes hang out sometimes. <laughs> hey, at least she has uh, a friend. Actually, yeah, and and yeah, so we'll like listen to jazz. There's like a jazz player. He's also kind of old. His name's Howard. We go cheer on Howard and we just go, yay. <laughs> oh, like, so there's someone nice you guys are going up. to. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Well, this is going to be people are so serious. They're so serious about their jazz. And you know what? You know what I realized? The the older people. Oh, sorry. Not to say it offensively, like just older of age, lots of wisdom Um, that like the older people that go listen to jazz, they're like the cool ones. So if you're there and they're there and you catch a sighting of one of them, oh, my God, like. It's like they have, like, all these people around them, like, oh, yeah, you don't come to this artist? I come to this artist. Like, and they all talk about how they have, like, free time from, like, I don't know, not to, you know, they're, like, kids already having, like, their kids and being busy. So, yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. Um, They always look at me like, you know, what is she doing here? (laughs) But, like, I feel like they're really open about it. They get, like, happy when they see young people. So are you going to be, is the attire for this like cocktail dress type or, you know, fancy dress wear or no, are you just going to go in pants and a top? I think you should dress a little oh, fancy. No. It's going to be cash. Um, I will say like she has invited me to an opera before. I, I have gone with her to a symphony and like that was more black tie. Um, and if we had gone to the opera, that would have been like cocktail dresses. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Look at you going to these events. Well, that's nice. Speaking but, of opera, of course, but like, <laughs> um, well, what about you? I know you were you were at a wedding this weekend. How was that? It was actually very fun. I loved it. It was so beautiful. And it's really nice going to a wedding of someone you're actually kind of close to because it means something. And when you see her mom give her off and do the mother-daughter dance, I feel like there's a lot of emotion behind that. So I like that part. And then obviously the music at the end. She was playing a lot of throwbacks, man. So... That was top tier DJ. Um, very happy with that. But I saw a lot of my former coworkers when I used to work those, you know, jobs during college, and it was just really nice being around them. But yeah, it question was, for uh, you. Yeah. Was, did you did you feel like you could feel the love at the wedding? Oh, very much. Uh, and basically, almost everybody there was coupled up except for a few. And then obviously he had his friends from college, that group of guys, but you know, they look like nice people. Everyone was so nice there. Everyone was so put together. I mean, who, I mean, if you're at a wedding and nobody's put together, that's, uh, that says something, but (laughs) this one was great. Yeah. So very happy with the outcome and uh, hopefully I have one maybe in the near, I don't know. I don't really care. (laughs) Okay. Uh... So, 
Let's get into the episode. So today we are recapping Real Housewives of Miami, season four, Ooh. episode six, Farmer of the Opera. <laughs> that and, title. You know, when they kept showing Julia practicing her opera before, I was like, she's so bad at this. She's not going to be able to do it. And she actually did a great job. Um, I, I don't know. I, I was it. really impressed. I was really impressed. I mean, the vocal range that you kind of have to develop in the short amount of time just from voice lessons. I mean, it kind of gives, it reminds me of like when I used to be in choir in school and, and like, remember, like I would try to like, audition for the solos but they would only give it to the girls that did the voice lessons but like it's hard it's hard to get your it's it's hard to be able to control your vocal range um in a short amount of time and so i think for trying to sing something like opera which i think requires the highest amount of vocal range that you can have it was it was a really good performance from julia so well, way to go julia no honestly she, and and I actually did tear up when I saw her wife, Martina, be so shocked by it. Like, that was a very genuine response. I will put it there because we'll get to it. Very. We'll talk about it. But that yeah. was very genuine, especially for Housewives moment. So we start We go, uh, We go. start here where we left off, where Gertie is told by everyone, basically, that Larsa told everyone about her cancer. And then Nicole oh. tells her that Larsa had apparently called her and asked to verify if – Gertie's cancer is real. And that's when I just that's lost all respect. Messy. So messy. Oh, it's so annoying that our fellow, the one little Eastern they have on here, other than Jen from Real Housewife New Jersey. I mean, she has to be a bad guy. Why? Why couldn't she be a good person? But Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Like, for, to, to, to call out that you think someone might be lying about a cancer prognosis is it's pretty low like it's it's pretty low uh, it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if you feel like you were being tested clearly i think gertie kind of had to test her and she failed yes, the test did, i mean she failed right. the test and she's still gonna sit here and be like i don't even know if the cancer is real ma'am excuse me what like ah uh. It's just not good. I would never in my life question someone's cancer. <laughs> oh, that's, no, no, that's not good. But so then they FaceTime Lisa and they're wondering why Lisa's not there. And apparently the cops are at her house. And Oof. it's just, it's just, this is the messiest divorce. Oh, yeah. So, guys, this is actually, I made Suzanne watch Real Housewives of Miami. And I forgot to ask, I need your opinion of each lady. What do you think? What, I want to know if we have the same interests of one another. So let's start with Larsa. What do you think of Larsa? Oh, man. Okay, Larsa. Um, first of all, the way she talks about her relationship makes me cringe so hard. Like, it's just hard to watch. I get it. I get it if you've done the whole, like, I've had the kids, I've done the marriage, I've done the whatever. But, you know, there is a certain point. She said something like, you know, I've already spent all this time hanging out with my friends, and now I just want to, like, enjoy this relationship, blah, 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 blah. Like, Okay, it doesn't mean you have to, like, I don't know, be sitting on his lap at dinner in front of people and, like, just making everybody so uncomfortable. The PDA, the PDA is just way too much for me. Um, and it would honestly drive me crazy if I had to see that all the time. Um, and then I just feel like the way she perceives how the women interact with her, mm -hmm. she just does not 
she does not come from a trusting place. Like, I think she automatically assumes that people are out to get her. And it's like, and I think she's very quick to make things about her. And it's just not, it's just not about you. No. So that's how I feel about Larsa. She really kind of irks me. So what do you think about Julia? The goats. She loves her goats. I love Julia. I feel like she's kind of silly. I think she's really free-spirited. I will say, like, me not really knowing Julia and then seeing that first episode where she's very quick to kind of call out. um, Uh, Marisol. Marisol. Yeah, she called out Marisol real quick. And, And, you know, I think that's where I realized, like, okay, Julia has more of an allegiance towards Adriana and them, so I think you know, that makes sense. But I, I, I don't know. I kind of liked it. I feel like she's a pretty straightforward person. What you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's, that's what I like about Julia. And I like her relationship with Martina. Um, I think I think she cares about her pretty deeply. And I think um, you need to have a pretty good level or a pretty good amount of love for someone to want to be able to stick through them especially with something like cancer, you know? Oh yeah. She had two different types, not just one. She had breast cancer and what throat cancer. Uh, yeah. Go through throat cancer. I've never uh, even. That's hard. Yeah. But okay. So what do you think of Adriana? The one who has the song. Miami's on, 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 on. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know much about her music career. I, I did think it was kind of funny. Um, I thought it was funny, like, whenever she was looking at Nicole's house and Nicole was had completely renovated the place and apparently it was the house Adriana used to live in and she talked about how she likes how her house was oh more bohemian. God, yeah. And then they, like, went to the flashback of the quote-unquote bohemian yeah. home she was in. <laughs> and, you know, decoration-wise, you know, so I think there's a little bit of an element an element of Delulu. Um, but, you know, I think, I think, um, you know, also uh, she had like her ketamine therapy treatment. Oh, yeah. And, what did you think very of that? serious, right? I, what did you think of I, that? I mean, I would never do that on TV. That is such a personal thing. I would not want anyone to watch me in that state. I would not want to have like, I don't know, a hallucinogenic trip on national television. That's just me. Things that are going to come out of my mouth, they're going to be very emotional. They're going to be whatever. And I don't know, seeing that, like, you know, dealing with death is hard. Mm-hmm. And I I can still s- sympathize and, like, empathize with someone that is still kind of dealing with the grief and the loss of that. Um, I still think that doesn't really give you an excuse to just kind of, I don't know, be you know just be like well you know I've been going through this period of loss you know I am who I am basically and people just kind of have to deal with it but you know it takes time it takes time so I think with that that kind of deserves some grace but yeah I I mean I don't know doing a ketamine therapy treatment um, on television is kind of crazy (laughs) so next up is Nicole what do you think of the anesthesiologist Nicole I think I said oh my god I think I butchered that Anesthesi- I think she's an- a classy lady. Can you say it? Anesthesiol- anesthesiologist? Anesthesiologist. Thank you very much. Yeah. What do you think of her and her husband? I love her husband. I think he got a great dad bod. I still think where his money comes from is sketchy, but. Well, I think, you know, if you live in Miami and you're really rich and you see kind of the divide between the neighborhoods, I feel like you kind of have to be making your money a sketchy way. That's mm-hmm. just me. Um, yeah. 
that's just me, you know. I I I think I like Nicole and her husband's relationship, you know. Um and I think so far like she's kind of the most grounded from the women. Very much. I feel like she's the most she's on like she always sees both sides, but you know, I just feel like she's never the problem in anything. And yeah. I mean, she you know how she's trying for a baby this season. She is pregnant now, so she they actually did end up you know, they they did want another baby. It's not like it was a fake storyline or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, okay, what else? Oh, Alexa. Alexia. I keep calling her Alexis. Alexia, what do you think of her? I like Alexia. I do think. I love her. I love her. I don't know. Like, I just think she's a really lovable person. She's just trying to kind of do her. And I think, like, and I think, okay, she. I don't know what issue she might be going through her relationship. I think she does take a bit more shit than she realizes. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there are some, I think the way kind of Todd navigates is he kind of treats a lot of things like a customer engagement, like mm-hmm. almost like a client business persona. And I feel like that kind of persona, if he has that on like a hundred percent of the time, I can imagine that being hard to have conversations with because like how upfront is he ever really being? I don't feel like he's ever really that upfront, but he does strike me as the kind of person who like takes executive decisions and she kind of just has to like roll with it. So I don't know. I feel like maybe the relationship isn't 50, 50 enough and she has to do, she has to do a lot of like damage control. Um, because Todd's just going to kind of do him. I don't know. Do you feel like <laughs> do you feel like that's something that resonates with you? Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I compare Alexia to Teresa Judice. You cannot tell me those yeah. two women do oh not God, have yeah. the exact yeah. same. I love them. Um, no, but Alexia with her, I sympathize with her so much because of the situation with her son, the one that. Uh, Frankie because he was normal and then he got into a car accident and now Frankie's mentally disabled so that is something I will forever I can't go against Alexia because I know she's going through a lot and she constantly has to do things for her son so I don't know that that makes me empathize with her I do feel bad for her because her other son Peter the older one he is a piece of shit um and he's done a lot of bad decisions like be mean to homeless people i think that's what i remember and stuff and oh my god yeah, what he's a, i think he's also fought a homeless person or or he's like gone out and like pulled or tried to fight someone during us like a, on a red light or something like, like her son just causes a lot of problems as someone that lives in san francisco okay let me just get a couple <laughs> things out there uh number one okay you look, you don't stare for long, and you just got to keep going. Like, kids, because, you know, like, it's basically, like, the homeless people here, it's, there's us, and there's them, and I basically consider them, like, they've opted out of society, because, you know, I, you know, so the, the fact that he got into a fight with a homeless person, like, you really have to be trying to do that. Um, don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't kick people when they're down. <laughs> like, just don't do that. Yeah, no, definitely. But I feel like, okay, so this is what I feel with Alexia because a lot of people do hate her for her views and stuff, but I just feel like she came from a conservative household. You know, she likes things run a certain way. I And sometimes I feel like she says things that a lot of, that like when she, I can't, how do I say this without sounding wrong? Alexia is the type of person that grew up maybe around specific people to where, like when she, in this episode when she's around um, Julia 
and she doesn't want to share a room with her. I feel like Julia thinks she doesn't want to share a room because she's a lesbian, but I feel like Alexia just doesn't want to share a room with her because she's not close with her. And maybe because she feels like, well, you know, when you share a room with someone, it's intimate. So your, your clothes, your underwear, everything's around. And I don't know. I just like, I wouldn't want to share it with anyone random and people take it as she's against gays or she's against whatever. Yeah. And I don't see her. And I think, yeah. And I think also like also putting a pin on that before we jump too far ahead, but like, but like, you know, I can resonate with not having always politically correct views because when you are probably originally an immigrant and then you come and live in a much more open society like America, mm-hmm. I think people are just really quick to assume that you might have biases. Yeah. And, you know, like, I, I I do get where Julia was coming from. She did mention three different times, yeah, like a different that, situation mm-hmm. that she had to ask Todd. But that doesn't necessarily mean like you're like anti-lesbian, right? Like sometimes you just have to like take that account into your relationship. I think people have different things that they're more comfortable with. And I think that's just the reality of it. Um, I can understand why that might be a little, um, I, I don't know, that would give me pause if I was Julia. But I think also like we can't necessarily completely like just think Alexia is being some type of way just because she has to check with her husband. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to think, I think we've gone through all the ladies, Marisol. I mean, she's a side character. Oh, Gertie. Wow. The one who's storyline. I don't know. I like, I, I like Gertie. I think she has a pretty good head on her shoulders. I haven't seen her in previous seasons, so I don't know how she always typically navigates I think her relationships with the ladies um I think there's still some resentment probably from things that were relayed over to TMZ from last season yeah um so you know rightfully so you know slander is a big thing oh yeah. and and yeah I think I think overall though like Gertie having to go through cancer and she has like two little kids you know it's it's a sad thing overall it it really is I mean and I think Kiki's a ton of fun. I don't know. I think she's the fun one. She's just living life. She's just trying to do her. She's a model, and she's hot, and she knows it. And um, I don't know. I just love that level of confidence, and I think that's, like, kind of the comic relief that their group kind of needs. Oh, and Marisol. Marisol's hilarious. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, just, I think I she's a shit yeah. I think she's just kind of unapologetic about who she is, too. Me too. I love, I actually didn't like Marisol in the beginning, but no, I like her now. So I've been a pretty much a fan of hers. And then lastly, Kiki. I know Kiki's kind of just, she's also a friend of, but. Oh no, I mentioned Kiki. I mentioned Kiki. Oh, I said she's Gertie. Fun. Oh, like, okay. I thought you were. Cause no, you were no. I, I had talked about Gertie, then I went straight into okay. Kiki. I was wondering, cause I was like model. I'm like, Kiki's the model. But I just don't like how Kiki's talking about too many sexual things this season. It is Oh, it's grinding my gears. It gets a little graphic. It gets so a little gross. graphic. I, I That's one thing I noticed. This is definitely the most graphic group. You mm-hmm. know, they're a lot more comfortable talking about um, D's and Stuff that we, and... we usually don't talk about, especially culture-wise. Like, we, you know, this is stuff that's in private, so you're not just outwardly talking about it. So for us to even recap it, and they're kind of being a little grimy at times. It's it's gonna be a little different. Yeah, it's 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 a little much. And then also, like, I feel like kind of the way she talks about it, it it's just reminiscent of like when girls kind of used to talk about that stuff in college. You know, yeah, it's exactly just, or high school. So I just feel like, college. I feel like in college, girls really. get more private about it. I feel like maybe more high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a little graphic. Um, but other than that, she's fun. Like, yeah. 
Okay. Well, now that we got it all out of the way, let's get back into the recap. So this yeah. is now when Julie is about to start her opera. She sits Martina down in a specific place, and Martina goes, oh, Julia singing? Can't be. And then Julia goes, did you remember it? I, I don't know the song. Like I just remember the, just the first two words, song. which is the... And then I don't know how it goes after that, but, <laughs> but you know, she did a good job. Uh, but I, like I said, I did tear up when I saw Martina like start bow down to her and she hugged her and she said it was the best thing she could have like that anyone's ever done for her. And then once all of that is over, Lisa goes in with Larsa and they start talking about the Lenny situation. And Lisa's saying, Lenny comes into my bedroom and I'm getting ready and I told him to leave the room right now. And he says, this is my house, my room. And then basically Lenny and his mom just keep laughing at Lisa and they were like, you're going to be out of here soon. Don't worry about it. Oh. And just bullying her, you know, like that. Oh, that, no. that, that makes me so upset because he's the one with all the money and power. Why couldn't he just give her whatever she wanted and let her go? It's oh, I hate it when they do that. Yeah. Well, you know, they're going to fight tooth and nail, especially if it's not his first rodeo, you know, like, oh. I mean, he became this known surgeon in Florida because Lisa came on The Real Housewives. Without her, he wouldn't be as rich as he is and high-profiled of a surgeon. Because apparently he's, like, the best boob surgeon in Miami now. Ever oh, since he got. Yeah, so basically Lisa is fighting for a certain amount because uh, she isn't accepting the prenup. Because she's saying, now that I've brought you on this TV show, like, I'm the reason your business is this good. And she has every right to fight for that, I, in my opinion. Because, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like if I brought my man on a TV screen and he his business went booming because of it, I expect half. Okay. I expect half. Yeah, yeah. I would expect half. Uh uh. Because fans aren't watching for him. They're watching for me. So Yeah. Anyways, I just oh the Lenny situation pisses me off. If you would have seen last season, oh, that divorce was so bad. Anyways. And so, um, she basically, and also what makes me feel bad for Lisa is that she cut off her family for Lenny. So she has she hasn't talked to her family in fifteen years or whenever she started marrying or she started dating Lenny because her parents were so against him. And I don't know, there might be more to it that we don't know, but hopefully they come to a resolution. So anyway, so yeah. then Mar Martina goes in and she tells Julia that she thought that Martina's been busy, uh, basically with speech therapy this entire time, which I'm surprised because Mar Julia's speech is the exact same. But then Gertie and all the <laughs> ladies are sitting together. And Lisa says that there's an incident report and Alexia says that she's scared for Lisa and she doesn't understand how she can live under those circumstances. And then Nicole goes and asks Gertie if she's good because she seemed very annoyed. And Gertie says she's zen and Lisa says that she can't believe what's happening to Gertie. And now Lioness Larsa says, Gertie, you never told me not to tell anyone. I wanted to jump out of my TV screen. They even made a um, TMZ what does, joke. What keeping something confidential mean, Larsa? Do do we have to pull up like a dictionary just so you know what keeping something confidential means? Come on. It's so it's so infuriating. I can't. And so then, um, Nicole tells Larsa that Gertie wanted to tell everyone on her own. I mean, this is a health thing. It's so private. That's like as if somebody had. I don't. Know, I just like anything that is health related. You have to tell people yourself. You can't have somebody else do it for you. That's, That's not so your news. It's yes. not your news. Like, there's a reason why HIPAA laws exist, you know, patient health privacy. Like, it's, there's a reason. So, yeah. And uh. then Larsa just goes on and says she said it from a place of love. 
And Gertie says, who the hell are you to tell my to tell people my news? Who are you? And Gertie called Larsa a pathological liar and that she's sloppy. And I feel like that triggered Larsa. I feel like Larsa has been called a pathological liar so much that now it's very triggering for her because she knows she's a bold-faced liar. And so Gertie's yeah. right. If anybody talked about Lenny or any of their lives – or even like even in the first season when Adriana tried to bring up that Larsa was kicked out of the Kardashian group of friends, Larsa wouldn't let them talk about it on TV. So then why is Larsa doing this to everybody else? I don't know. It just it drives me crazy. Too much but, entitlement. Yeah, too much she entitlement. thinks she's somebody and she's no one. So Gertie mm-hmm. says that she has a right to go after Larsa, uh, after Larsa. And then anyways, Adriana says that Gertie trusted Larsa and Larsa went and broke her trust. And uh basically at this point gertie says she's ready to leave and she leaves with russell and i don't know at this point i'm just half of these notes right here are just me going off on larsa so every time i read i was like i just went off on her (laughs) but then martina's speechless um she makes a speech to julia and she said that she took her breath away after 15 years of being together and julia surprises the hell out of martina so then we go to the next scene, and they're showing little uh, snippets. They're showing Nicole taking her son to get a haircut, and she jokes about giving him highlights. And then we have Alexia Salon, where her son comes in. He looks all raggedy and just not fixed up. And he oh. asks Alexia for a massage, and she obviously says she can't help him with that. And now we go on to the scene where Lisa's looking for a condo with Adriana and, Lar- and Larsa. And so Lisa doesn't mind living in a condo, but did you see how huge that was? That was bougie it was so beautiful one heck of a condo like that's not just a condo it's, it seemed like it's, a one-story house yeah and it's i wrote it down it's 6.9 million dollars and the hoa fee was four thousand four hundred dollars oh my god wild wild yeah and apparently it's a soundproof it's, it's like a soundproof apartment and it's five thousand six hundred foot I think I said that's that right. And Lisa that said she doesn't even know her budget yet. So she's just trying to piss herself off at this point. Um, so Larsa oh. says Lisa needs to be conservative and take it down a notch with home prices. And then Lenny texts Lisa saying that he'll be seeing the children and Lisa better stay away. And Larsa says that it's crazy how when she tried to apologize to Gertie, she was so mad at Larsa. She's still going around in circles. So then I like that Adriana goes and says that Gertie wanted to tell everyone. And Larsa says she was going to tell everyone about her cancer anyways. And then Adriana, Uh, the professional, goes, no, girl. No, girl. Larsa's (laughs) making this about herself instead of looking at it and putting herself in Gertie's shoes. I love Adriana. I just love her. And Lisa says she's inviting all the girls to Palm Beach for a mini getaway because she has a perfume project uh, from Aroma360 to promote their home scents. So now she's actually promoting her own scent. And I'm so happy for Lisa and she needs a way to make her own income. She needs to stop relying on these men because uh, it also came out that, you know, Jody, her current boyfriend right now, he's paying for half of her living right now too. I mean, she's basically now depending on him. She keeps going to men that she needs to depend on and i just feel like this is gonna end badly well but, it's like after you've been married to someone like lenny for 12 years you kind of have to rely on someone else like it but it's i think i think it's, yeah. she has her own business you know i think she does need to kind of focus on her own business uh, endeavors yep and uh, let's hope it works out i really hope it does i mean perfume is really hard to be popular in so i don't know why she would have chosen yeah. that but 
So then we go to the I'm next pretty, scene. Oh, sorry. I'm pretty sure, real quick, Aroma360 is like that home scent line that they have at like department stores. Oh. So I do remember it's like a really good home <gasps> scent line, like when I used to work retail, um, like back in Dillard's. Hey, Dillard's. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, okay. <laughs> PTSD from there. So <laughs> then we have Nicole, Alexia, and Julia. They're far at a farm picking sunflowers. And Julia comes and brings her dog Zorro and surprised Julia. I'm actually really surprised Julia didn't bring her goat in a diaper. She always brings her goats. Okay. First. And then they show a flashback of when it was like a dog party last season and Alexia brought her dog and then Julia's goat went and attacked Alexia's dog. And that's like why Alexia started to hate Julia. And um, Alexa comes and she's scared of her dog. And then the ladies go and they start to pick sunflowers where there's honeybees everywhere. And apparently Julia is deathly allergic. Like, okay, why would you do something that you were allergic? And she literally said she turned purple last time and that her doctor told her anytime she's around bees, she has to keep an EpiPen on her. And she went to this without an EpiPen. I'm surprised production didn't see her as a liability at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> they would have gotten in trouble for that if something happened to her. Yeah. Oh, and then Alexia is very much ter Alexia is very much terrified of the bees. Um, and then she says that bees are love her because of how sweet she is. And I don't know if she was being sarcastic. <laughs> but then Nicole tells the ladies that she finally took her IUD out and she's ready to start the baby process. So she'll she will then find out it like once her period comes. Apparently, just to go and get blood work done, and she's gonna be able to figure out if she can have one naturally or if she's gonna need to go the IVF route. And so. Now the ladies go, they all order some healthy drinks and food, and they talk about Julia's party. And then Alexia Alexia says she's so at peace and so tranqui tranquila. Is that how you say it? Tranquila? Yes, tranquila. Yes. And then Alexia says she was upset seeing Lisa upset. And Lisa calls Alexia and invites him to Palm Beach. And then Alexia tells Lisa to promise not to talk about Lenny. And I feel like everyone needs to kind of chill with that because I feel like until Lisa's divorce is finalized, I don't think anybody can tell her to stop talking about it. Her life is going to keep revolving around Lenny until they leave each other alone, which is not until the divorce. I agree. But then also, like, if you're spending a full year just talking every day about all the ways that he is ruining your life, you're never going to get it out of your head. You're just going to get used to that. Oh, you're right. You know, it's kind of like, kind of like, for example, like, I, I don't know, like one of your friends is going through a breakup and like, you know, you know it's annoying, but like you kind of stick it through. But then there's a certain yeah. threshold you make it to where you're like, you don't want to talk about this anymore because it can't all be about him all the time because there's always going to be something. Yep, yep, you're right. Oh, look at you making me see it in a different light. Well, <laughs> I guess I agree with you on that. But then Alexia <laughs> tells Julia that they should go shopping together for Palm Springs and she wants to give Julia a makeover. And then this is when Julia asks if Alexia wants to share a room. And Alexia jokes and says she needs to ask Todd. <laughs> and then we go to the next scene where it's Kiki, Marisol, and Gertie. And I loved, I actually loved Marisol's outfit here. I don't know what brand it was, but you know what? I'll try to find it. I actually really like Gertie's outfit. She looked like a ballerina. Like she was wearing like a little tutu outfit. I thought that was really cute, and I and I always think like a black and nude combination is always just so classy, uh, or black and cream, you know, like I don't know, it just looked really good. <laughs> but then Gertie comes in and she tells Kiki that she's glowing, to which Kiki says she had good 
you can fill in the blanks right there and and I, because yeah. i personally i just don't like to talk about these inappropriate conversations and it's yeah. not something housewives openly talk about so i i don't know it's pretty graphic you know he, he was more about how it. like she has to be doing that and she caught yeah. a you know what yeah it's oh, blood and friction or something i don't know man i don't want to hear that I don't, I can't even continue that. Like I'm ignoring a little bit of my script right here because I just I don't yeah. want to say these words. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. So then the ladies yeah. order a drink. This is where we're going. We're going to skip what Kiki was saying. And Green no. tells Marisol she missed opera night because of Marisol. Marisol would have loved to see Julia, but she had a medical procedure. Okay. So mm. then just, did you believe that Marisol had a medical procedure? Absolutely right not. Yeah. <laughs> What medical procedure for a strained, for a sprained ankle or whatever uh, elbow? Like she's fine. There's no medical procedure. Yeah, I don't believe it either. She got away with it. But Gertie says Larsa needs to apologize, but not a fake apology. Not an "I'm sorry you feel." She wants Larsa to em to be empathetic with her and to show that she was wrong. So then Kiki does admit that Larsa would have gone ham on everyone if it was done to her, which is very true. And Gertie cries. But the ladies empathize with her and they tell her they understand her frustration and that they're there for her. Yeah. So now we go and we see Alexia and Julia meeting at a clothing store. And Alexia is helping Julia pick out dresses and outfits, I'm assuming for this Palm Beach outing or maybe just in general. And Julia says she doesn't say no to anything anymore ever since Martina's diagnosis. And Alexa says that there's so many layers to Julia and that's why she always wanted to be her friend and that Adriana was keeping her to herself because Alexia would realize how special Julia is. Now, I would feel so flattered if I felt like I was the friend that people are like, oh, you just keep her to yourself. You don't want us to be friends with her. I'm like, me go too. Julia. I would love that. I'd be like, hey, keep me to her. Like, I want to I see people back for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, but... Now, Julia brings up the roommate thing again, and like I said, personally, I never took it seriously. When they were at the farm, and uh, like that Alexia would room with Julia, I don't know. I I just don't know why Julia cares so much to room with Alexia. Okay, this is my theory. Actually, when we get there, I don't think I wrote my theory in here yet. I wrote it at the end, so I'll say it at the end, okay? It involves Adriana. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, no. Actually, I think I did. Wrote. Okay, so this is what I think. So at the end of last season, at the reunion, Adriana came out and spewed all these things that Alexia's transphobic. And Alexia says, no, I'm not. Like, I'm not this. And Adriana says that, yeah, you are. So I I don't know. This is me in my, in my sick and twisted mind. I feel like she put Julia to set up Alexia to end up proving that she's homophobic in some way. So she was like... <sighs> Julia, this season, I need you to find a way when we have a cast trip to beg Alexia to share a room with her and see how she's going to react to it. I want to catch her. I want to prove to these people that she's, you know, I don't know. It just, oh. I, Adriana has that in her. And I mean, Adriana's been brought back that. as a friend of only every season. And I feel like that's, that's oh. driving Adriana crazy oh. because Adriana wants to be a full-time housewife. And oh, clear. so Adriana is considered a friend of. Yes, Adriana, Marisol, and Kiki are friends of. But they're, it, Miami's the only one where the friends of actually have a bigger storyline than every other franchise. It's yeah. just that there's really nothing going on in their household, so production doesn't focus on them, but they're always in group settings. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. yeah, so I don't know. I just feel like Adriana's up to this. I don't know, but I feel like, I feel like they're trying to trap Alexia into making her look like she's homophobic and transphobic. 
That's yeah, cool. no, I, that that felt kind of intentional because, you know, when she said it the first time, I didn't think Alexia was saying anything wrong, but the fact that she had to ask her again, and then I think she asked her at a different time, like at a point where like the cameras aren't necessarily like rolling, whatever, I think they gave a flashback, but um, yeah, like I, it, it seems targeted. It seems, I don't Very think much. that's actually the theory. Okay, well, I'm glad. Ooh, I have to let that out. I was like, am I going to sound crazy when I say this? And then, um, so they bring up about her sleeping in the room again. And Alexia says that she hasn't spoken to Marisol. And Julia hasn't spoken to Adriana. And then Alexia says she hasn't even talked or asked Todd for permission. I'm like, Alexia, don't say that. Like, why? Why does she have to dig herself in? Oh, I just, I just don't like it. That's when she reminds me of Teresa. It's like she says things wrong, so then it comes out to everybody else, something else, and I don't, I don't. It's, yeah, just, I understand these misunderstood women. Okay, I understand them. I am a <laughs> Teresa stan. I hate Melissa, Melissa Gorga. When we get to New Jersey, oh, I can't wait till we get there because it's gonna drive me crazy. But anyways, so now the ladies all meet at Lisa's. Um, they all go in separate cars to Palm Beach. So I don't know if you noticed that I noted some things in different colors. Yeah. I okay. did. Okay. It's, it, I assumed it was the overall vibe. Of it, it's like, that. We're, I'll well, go. Okay. Because they're in different cars. So it keeps jumping from yeah. scene to scene. So we'll start with like in black. Yeah. And then when it goes back to their scene again, yeah. I'll go back in the red. Okay. So uh, Marisol runs straight to the bathroom when she goes because she sees Adriana. She wants to avoid her. And Gertie comes in, and obviously she, her and Larsa avoid one another, like the plague. And Larsa has no right to be avoiding Gertie, though. Like, L Gertie does, but Larsa yeah. needs to be groveling for her yeah. to forgive her. She needs to be um, understanding of that and, like, ha let Gertie be mad at her. You can't just accept yes. that. You can't just expect that Gertie is going to, like, have to give you attention. Like, she doesn't owe you that. Exactly. But then, oh my gosh, then Julia walks in in this funeral home looking dress that's like risky. Oh my God. And you could tell her nipples are about to come out because it's like she has to keep holding it up. Dress and, for the night. Like yeah. Derby. Yeah. The, literally, that's what Nicole said. It, she, oh my God. Oh my. I just, I couldn't believe she's dressed in that. Um, and Lisa <laughs> says her kids are taken care of with the nanny and Lenny. Those kids are about to grow up very traumatized. I will tell you that. <laughs> Poor children. It's just, and I feel bad. It's not Lisa's fault. It's that Lisa is so traumatized by what Lenny's putting her through that she doesn't have the capacity to be a good mom right now. And it's just Oh, yeah, to totally. So we go to the cars. We have Kiki, Nicole, Adriana in one car, Larsa, Alexia, Julia in one car, and then Marisol, Lisa, and Gertie in another car. So Nicole says that they're proud of Lisa for doing something on her own. And then we go to Larsa's car, and Alexia, sa Alexia says that she hopes they're not using Lenny's car. And they assume it's Jody's. <laughs> so they start assuming, like, oh, no, this is Jody's car. But then when they go back to Lisa's, uh, where Lisa's sitting at, Lisa ends up admitting that this is Lenny's car to Marisol and Gertie. And Marisol's grossed out because she says that there's Austrian splooge in the car, and they're sitting <laughs> on it. And Lisa tells Marisol that the police were called, and she explained their fight. And then Lisa says she called the police. So Marisol says in her confessional that Lisa says something and it triggers Lenny. And then Lenny says something and it triggers Lisa. And next thing you know, the fights are in the tabloids for everyone to have front and center seats to watch. And Lenny says that apparently Lisa was the aggressor, but Lisa says he was the aggressor. So the police ended up saying there wasn't sufficient evidence to uh to take any of them and the court dropped their case which i mean that just shows how pathetic their fights are i don't even know why they're televising their fights or putting it on tablets so, so what i feel is that he probably caused the fight and he's trying to say that 
Lisa's the aggressor, she probably did react in a not so favorable way, but that, but because they couldn't charge her, I would say it's his fault. I I'd say it's his fault. And I think he might be um, just attempting to point the finger and say that Lisa's the aggressor, but with how conniving he is and the bit of money that he sits on and how difficult he's been making this divorce process, I do not think his hands are clean. Yeah. So. So, okay, I want to ask you a question. What do you think of, because Lenny's now filing, I don't know if it's a lawsuit or whatever, in the divorce, saying that Lisa tapped his car. Like, she put a tracking device on his car to be able to listen to all his conversations. Do you believe Lisa did that? <laughs> Look, bad relationships bring out the worst in all of us. Do I think Lisa, in her right mind, would have done that? No. Oh my God! So are do you I think? You think Lisa did do it? I think? Do I think that women do that when they feel scorned a little bit? And I think the way that Lisa's typically hung up on Lenny, the way she still very actively talks about him, even while she's actively dating someone else. I, I don't oh. know. <laughs> Yikes! You're the first yeah. to say that because I feel like a lot of people just don't believe it. But, hey, there's a first for everything. I mean, I have, <laughs> I'm still going to stand on, I don't believe my girl Lisa would have done that. I don't want to believe it. Okay. And I think you I'm might gonna know more of her. <laughs> I'm going to be in denial about this. But, and then Lisa tells Marisol that she hopes karma gets Lenny. And Marisol asks, who's Carmen? <laughs> oh, my but, God. So let me go back to Kiki, Nicole, and Adriana's car. And Kiki plays Adriana's song. So they're showing that this car, they're good vibes. They're in a good mood. And they start, you know, dancing. And they're like, Miami's the place. Como tido casa. Miami. And they just start singing and dancing in there. It's a good vibe in there. And, then and you know what? They're fun. It's like it's like if I wanted to be in a car, I would want to be in the car where, like, they're just singing along to the music. They're just on their way to the to the beach house like uh, that that would be the car Me too. and then so then now we go back to larsa alexia and julia's car and larsa tells julia that she started singing if she's like what, what was i saying basically larsa starts imitating julia's opera and then larsa says in her confessional that opera's not hard and she could start a, a band right now and they just start going at it in the car going oh I didn't break my microphone, but it, that was entertaining. And Larsa was taking videos of them doing that. And then we go to Marisol, Lisa, and Gertie's car, and it's so awkward. Because so awkward. Lisa wants to talk about Jody, and she can't believe she found a guy like him. But then Marisol says, what are we going to do to reserve this? <laughs> Marisol. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, But I love how straight up she is. And Lisa says Jody's very patient. And Marisol basically points out that he won't be patient for long if Lisa keeps it up with talking about Lenny 24-7. And then Gertie tries to help out too, and she gives her advice. And Gertie says, Gertie and Marisol say that one day Jody will get tired. And now Lisa says that they're being negative. Um, and while we go back and see the rest of the ladies singing and dancing, and they're just having fun, and then it goes back to them again being in this awkward, just trying to tell Lisa to stop yeah. talking about Lenny. And Lisa says that she has a special relationship that no one will understand. And Gertie gives the example of Russell. Like, if she were to keep talking about her ex to Russell, Russell wouldn't put up with it. And then that's when Lisa says that. Like, you guys could tell your husbands everything. Why can't I tell Jody everything? But there's a difference. Like, they're not out here telling their husbands about their exes, okay, Lisa? They're just, uh, they're just talking about their <laughs> life. I don't know. 
<laughs> and then, yeah, so basically the mood is ruined there. So we end it in the last scene where they make it to the Palm Beach mansion, and it is so beautiful, but I'm like, it's kind of weird that they all have to share a room, but I guess they do that on purpose because uh, they want yeah. some lights. So Adriana says Palm Beach is old money. Expect subdue, quiet, understated elegance. Miami is new and louder, and hopefully these women can handle being around silent luxury. Adriana, who oh. are you to say that? Well, first of all, who I know. She's trying to say these women ain't classy. Like, okay. And the place is gorgeous. They have food ready for them. Great landscape. And then Lisa tells the the ladies to all pick a room. And Julia relaxes because she knows Adriana will find them something. uh, Because she's not rooming with Alexia anymore. And they show a flashback of Alexia saying that she's going to room with Marisol. Even though they did end up with the smallest room, Adriana took the elevator thinking it was going to be the quickest. But it was way too slow. And then uh, Julia says that yeah she finally got her answer and then alexia goes in and closes the door when she finds her room with marisol it's kind of aggressive too it was like in kiki's face as well which i was surprised yeah they were friends with kiki so that basically means that kiki gets a room to herself and no offense but kiki's the winner there because i would rather have a room to myself i would rather have a room share. to myself even she if won. i you know anytime i have to share a room with you i almost go a little go crazy. crazy we always go crazy. i go crazy. We went crazy in jordan when we were there and we had to share a bed oh yeah yeah fun times right fun times you would be sleeping on the couch sometimes but you know oh my god yeah because i like it cold you don't like it cold yeah but then julia goes and tells adriana that she she talked to alexia about sharing a room and says that alexia was surprised but alexia wouldn't stop bringing up todd and she would she like basically julia just kept thinking about the situation and now she's overthought it and basically we go to my theory of i believe adriana put julia up to this to try to prove that Alexia is transphobic or homophobic or something yeah. of that sort. Um, so then uh, the episode ends and we get a preview. And uh, basically they're going to be playing games where they raid one another's room. Uh, they go for a ride in a vintage car. But the car that Alexia, Marisol, and Larsa are in dies in the middle of the street in Palm Beach. And then they have dinner to where Julia says Marisol hires private detectives to spy on the cast members. And then Kiki tells Lisa to stop talking oh about my Lenny. God. So apparently Marisol's hiring a private investigator to oh my God. gossip on these ladies. Can't wait for that fight. It looks like next episode. I can't wait one. for that. Oh my God. Yeah. Marisol, she is sneaky. Yeah, extremely. But now you're all caught up, guys. She only has a few episodes of Beverly Hills left. And then she, she's about to be ready, guys. She's going to be enjoying these episodes and just... I already am. Okay. Oh, I know. But, you know, it gets, like, a little pressure when I I put her under a pressure cooker. I'm like, you need to get these episodes done. And she's like, I have seven episodes in Miami. And then, you know, she gets it done, though. I'm proud of you. You've done your homework. I know. I've been doing it. You know, guys, I'm not going to make you let this girl give you recaps when she doesn't know what she's talking about. So now that she knows what she's talking about. She's able to provide you what she wants. But anyways, thank you so much for listening today. Hope you guys follow, rate, subscribe. We will be on Apple Podcasts soon. I'm just waiting for them to process my account. I don't really know why it's taking so long. Um, If it goes until tomorrow and it's still not done, I'm going to try to give them a call and figure out the situation. And yeah, and then hopefully we will be making videos soon once Susan comes out here and we want to start getting them on YouTube as well. So thank you again for listening to Let's Face Reality with Bravo. And I guess we're signing off. Signing off. Bye.